Hello, heathens, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with your hosts, Godless Engineer and Caitlin. Now, let's get into the Bible. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is the Godless Engineer or John Gleason, however you want to refer to me. Others just say, hey, dumbass, or Godless Moranier. Uh, if I remember correctly. So, Somebody uh, said that? Yeah. Moranier? Moranier. <laughs> the God, the, I guess he was trying to trying to smash together moron and engineer. But of course, like a moron, he he failed. I don't know. I think it's kind of clever. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, y'all. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, this is Casey here, of course, my other host. Uh, the other uh, sort of owner of Godless Engineer as well. So we are both godless engineer, I guess. Um, and uh, today we're we're going on with day four, and um, isn't that like about Babel or something? Like, yeah, uh, so, we're gonna learn to speak in Babel. Yeah, we're gonna learn to speak in Babel. So the last time we talked about Noah and the flood, and the, where we left off is Shem, Ham, and Jerry were told to you know multiply and fill the earth, right? Um, lots lots of fucking that's what that means lots (laughs) of fucking with with women that came from we don't know where apparently they had wives on the ship but you know it's still our ark fuck i keep calling it a ship i don't know what it is ship ark just a big box with a whole bunch of dangerous animals on it (laughs) that too so and then we talked about the god's covenant and the human condition and how we're sinners from birth or from the womb and whatever we're sinners forever you got to figure shit escalated pretty quick when you know because god was like oh here's my covenant here's a rainbow and then the next covenant he makes is like here cut off part of your dick (laughs) you know i mean it escalates rather quickly like god's like i'm fed up with your shit motherfuckers this is this is gonna be later in another day but i'm just i'm just saying like thinking about his covenants I mean, he went from just, oh, here's a rainbow, and then just self-mutilation. Yeah. But Anyways. but this time, we're going to talk about how uh, Shem, Ham, and Shepeth, or we lovingly refer to him as Jerry, how they multiplied and spread throughout the earth. We're going to talk about that, the dispersion of the human family. Uh, we're going to talk about the city of Babel um, and and how that all works out and how and the beginning of nations. And then we're going to get into the descendants from Shem to Abram. And Abram, if you don't know, becomes better known as Abraham. And, um, you know, Abraham, a God, Abraham is the man. That's where we get all of this shit, Abraham. So... We're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk just a little bit about Job. We know it's a whole other book, but according to some Christians, Job belongs in here. His lineage belongs in here with the ancient people, even though there is no evidence of that at all. So anyway, that's a little summary of what we're going to get into today. All right, so uh, what do we what do we have up first? So we, we left off with... Uh... Uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, Ham, Ham, Shem, Ham, Shem, Ham, and Jerry. Right. Ham, Ham looked a little too long at, at Noah's ass, and then Dick. Noah or Dick yeah. ass Dick. I mean, it probably got hard off of either one. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, what is that? Gage Three up. and a half minutes. Gage Three up. and a half minutes. Three and a half minutes. <laughs> there we go. So uh, you know, you know Noah cursed him, and now he's he's sullen and he's he's sulking out there into the wastes of of nothingness, and, and apparently he's also a slave. 
Um, that was actually a, a question that was requested on the page recently was to talk about slavery as far as the Curse of Ham goes. Oh, okay. And uh, I actually answered him on the page, but just for you guys to know, uh, at, 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 when, when he cursed Ham, he said, you will be a slave of your two brothers. And like that's supposed to be indicative of different populations of, well, at this point, Jews. Um, and so basically he, he, uh, branded ham as being the slave to all of them. So it kind of sets forth the whole idea of slavery early on in the Bible in, in Genesis with Noah, mm-hmm. um, the whole idea of people, uh, subjugating others and it being okay was normalized right there, uh, at that part in, uh, the Noah story. Yes. Yes, it was. So fun, fun fact, fun fact, <laughs> slavery in the Bible, Genesis, you can, you can tell Ham to shove it up as keister. What was Canaan technically? Technically he cursed Ham by cursing Canaan, which was Ham's son. Well, yeah, because Ham, Ham took over the Canaan region. Well, it was called Canaan because he didn't take over the Canaan region. His son was Canaan. It was named after his son. But but his son's name was Ham. No, Ham's son's name was Canaan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little slow on the uptake, people. <laughs> let's just let's just move past that. Okay, so in the devotional section, you know we're not going by the King James Bible. We're reading this book called The Daily Bible in chronological order, 365 daily readings with devotional insights. So. Each section starts with a devotional insight. Today is no different. And this one is about the dispersion of the human family. So it talks a little bit about Noah's sin and the sins of his son's son, Ham. Um, it shows mankind's decadence um, as it focuses upon the now regenerating human family. Okay, so it talks a lot about that. We're, we're near 2,000 years into... Um, by the time we get through this into Abraham, we're near, we're about 2000 years into mankind from Adam. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, so I guess at this point, like the Britney Spears of the day is really popular. (laughs) I I don't, I don't know. Okay. But (laughs) it's interesting because, um, all of the descendants, they come up with these grand plans and they're prideful and, you know, they're defiant and they're self-assertive and they rebel against God and God's pissed. And he is determined to remind mankind once again of their limitations. Oh, fuck. Here, well, it can't be flood waters. What was it going to be? So in order to break the self-willed strength found in unity of man, okay, God intervenes with his creative and divine power to confuse their language and scatter mankind throughout the earth. It is the beginning not only of diverse languages, but also of diverse peoples. For the first time, mankind is divided into clans, nations, and even the various ethnic stocks. So so, so you're telling me that in order to explain why there are different people in the world, they had to make up a fantastical story about how God basically created them just to confuse man and, and, and prevent us from uniting as one. Yes. Wow. 
And it's interesting because, you know, some people call the God of confusion, God, the God of confusion. Is he? Yes. Is he? No. I don't know. Different parts of the Bible say different shit. I watched a great video today. Is there any way to link it here? Well, it, well, I mean, yeah, there's there's a description box down below. It's it's actually non uh, non stamp collector. Uh, he's he's a really good YouTuber. I definitely check him out. Yeah. Super awesome video about the God of confusion. It's great. It's awesome. Check it out. Okay, so my question is, my first question, we, we've, we're eight minutes in, still don't have a question. So my first question is, how did people change ethnically? Did God just be like, hey, bitches, y'all are too fucking unified and I don't fucking like it, so be black. And like some people were black. <laughs> Be, be black. That's like that's like okay. So let me get so so like God starts out this whole endeavor with abracadabra, and he poofs everything because the literal translation or the definition of abracadabra is to create something out of out of nothing. That's why it's used in magic. Okay. And uh, so not only does he abracadabra that, but he also just poof, and and like I guess maybe throws coal dust on people and that turns them black or I don't maybe know. maybe he shits them out at some point. That's why they're brown. More goatsian. Yeah, that would make sense. Made it. Oh, we made spoke. it nine minutes without goatsy. Hashtag goatsy. <laughs> so anyway, I, I guess there there are scientific explanations for how we have genetic diversity and different ethnicities and and how these things happen. Um, there are also explanations in Christianity of how these things happen. Um, but, but I guess it, it, it probably, probably didn't just happen with God being pissed and saying, all right, you people are going to have the slanty eyes and the yellowish skin. You people are going to be red and, uh, wear feathers and shit. And you people are going to be black and not wear nothing. And like, I mean, come on, like that, it, that, that totes did not happen. Like, well, well, to interject some science into this supernatural uh, <laughs> book here, which I know that we normally have a rule against on supernatural TV shows and whatnot here in the house that, about interjecting science and logic and shit. But yes, don't um, fuck, don't fuck with my ghosty shows with your logic. Just don't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm telling you, if you're in a Spanish castle, they're not gonna fucking speak to you in English. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's All like right. a universal translator star trek had it going on you don't know they don't have them for ghosts though you don't know <laughs> science <laughs> <laughs> all right so the science of it is uh yeah you know human racial diversity is uh, just a result of, of people in different geographic areas intermarrying and being exposed to a number of different things and uh, just adapting slowly to their environments. Uh, I mean, it's evolution. It's natural selection. Uh, they have random mutations that allow them to survive better in the environment, and that causes other changes. So it's just kind of like a domino effect. Uh, another thing is that like isolation of different population groups uh, can can cause you know different things, uh, different characteristics and traits, and you know also there's inbreeding and whatnot. You know, kind of like in Kentucky with those blue motherfuckers. Yes, the Kentucky blue people are fantastic. But they're real. They're not fantastical. They're real. But there's a reason why they are the way that they are. Or were. Were. They don't really, they don't exist anymore, but. No, that's because they quit fucking each other. Yeah, yeah. They have, they have 
genetic diversity, which fixed the whole problem to begin with. Oh, so they just stopped becoming Smurfs? Well, they didn't just stop overnight, but in time, yes, there's they stopped. Ah, uh-uh, this is magical shit. They went poof and they were normal again. Okay, they prayed to God. It's like, please take this blue color away. No, that's not how it worked. Hey, do do you think that uh, do you think that maybe a, a teenage girl came home one day and 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 was just like, I know you've been with them Kentucky blue people, <laughs> and and she just had the blue shit all around her mouth. It's like, uh, uh-uh, annoying. It's not fucking paint. It's their skin. For fuck's sake. Okay, let's move on. So, <laughs> are you are you I, I, done with could, the science? She 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 could suck chrome off of a bumper. She can definitely uh... suck the blue pigment out of the boy's skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pigment. It's to do with a chemical in their blood, and I can't remember what it's called right now. Are you done with science? Because this is some serious, crazy Quote, unquote, science. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, so in Christianity, I'm going to explain the fun stuff. So in Christianity, they believe, and and not all, I'm going to say not all, but Christianity in general explains that modern genetics show that following a breakup of a population, like what happened in Babel, which we're going to talk about here in just a minute, um, variations in skin color, for example, and other variations in how people look can develop in just a few generations. I don't know how genetics shows that because I've never seen genetics show anything like that. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um Uh, Christianity also claims that there's evidence that various people groups that we have today have. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Evidence? Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't seem like Christians like at all. Well, there's not, there is actually no evidence of this, but they, they, they say that there's evidence that various groups of people that we have today, like Asians, um, blacks, Caucasians, I don't know, all the different kinds of the, fucking the, people. The, the purple ones. <laughs> the, the aboriginal kind of people, Hispanics, like that all these different kinds of people have not been separated for huge periods of time. I, I don't know what evidence they have of this. I have never seen any evidence that people have not been separated for huge amounts of time, and that's how these different looks and shapes and characteristics happened well if you really want to go the scientific route we all kind of exited out of africa like about between two and three million years ago i want to say so i i I mean i guess it depends on your definition of what huge period is i i don't i don't know if you want to say huge as in the percent that uh hominids have been a people group or, or whatnot uh, I think that that it, it is particularly huge because it's like most of <laughs> mo- most of uh, humans' existence on Earth. We've been diverse. We've but, spread out. Well, but what they're saying is that I mean, this goes along with their claim that the Earth is only six six thousand years old. Six thousand. Oh, fucking numbers. So, so that's what they're saying is it doesn't have to be millions of years for these things to happen. There's evidence somewhere, I, I've never been, been seen it, that says that it can happen in a very short period of time. Well, we are also talking about people that think that uh, animals on the ark uh, produced all the diversity of life that we have today, which would have resulted in like 
something like 11 new species being pooped out of these animals a day. Like, literally pooped out. Like Not, not literally. Like, you don't poop out of lady bits. That's not you also don't work. flood the entire earth with <laughs> a fuck ton. A literal fuck ton of water. Quadrigentillion. So, yeah. <laughs> so so I mean I don't I don't know why you're you're trying to bring rationality into this. They can poop out animals if they want to. Alright. I mean I thought that that was the whole point of this podcast was rationality. Well, we, we kinda fucked that, didn't we? I guess so, yeah. Probably <laughs> probably within the first minute of the first <laughs> episode. The first time you mentioned butt fucking it totally <laughs> this it totally discredited your entire podcast here. I can't believe I'm listening to butt fucking on here. Okay, okay so another tactic, a tactic that Christians use is they, they talk about Acts chapter 17, verse 26, which claims that there is only one race, and that's the human race, and that, that scripture says that scripture groups people by tribes or nationality. And it essentially says that there is no such thing as race, no such thing as race. There are people groups that have different defining qualities. So races aren't a thing. Uh, I, I, I really disagree. Um, I mean, when you have a people group that all have the same characteristics, all the same kind of traits and whatnot, I mean, that's, that, that, that's a race. That's, that's the textbook definition of a race. They're saying that's a nationality, that there's only acts. Acts says it. It's in the Bible. There is, there is one race, the human race, which is I, interesting because they treat other races like garbage. So I don't understand. Well, it's just that the ones they treat like garbage are the Canaan fucks. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, you, you're a round eye. <laughs> you, you get treated like shit. Oh, oh, you're, you're yellow. You treat it like shit. You don't look like me. You're from Canaan. You get treated like shit. Actually, we're going to see that where the Canaanites settled here and Christians are real tight with them motherfuckers. So <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing uh, that we're going to get to. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's interesting when they talk about people groups that have different defining qualities. Another argument that they make is the defining qualities aren't actually different. So that's another argument against having different races because so so let's use let's use skin color for example. People of all different kinds have all different skin colors, right? Um according to them, everybody has melanin. Just some people have more melanin than others. So that's not a race. That's just a chemical in your body that creates different varying tones of skin. Mm, well, right. So that's another argument that they say is there's only one race because it's not different. We're not different. Well, I, I, I would disagree because, I mean... You know, it, it, it's all about genetics with the whole race deal. And like, for instance, uh, African-Americans, uh, black people in general, are more susceptible to sickle cell anemia. And that's a genetic thing. It's it, it's a genetic predisposition on the entire race. Really? And Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's an entire race that is affected with that or that's more that's more. Um, uh, uh, that's more afflicted by that particular disease because of their race. 
Uh, and like, uh, at least I know, uh, African-Americans here usually have more muscle mass. Mm -hmm. That That's where the whole, <laughs> that's where the whole racist joke of, of, uh, African-Americans sinking kind of comes from is because they, they just have more muscle mass. And that's because of the fact that when, um, when they were brought over here on the slave ship, you had to be strong and powerful. They, they, they pretty much artificially selected the kind of of black people that that would uh live here in america because oh, they'd be stronger to work the fields and well, shit well they would and okay. so that, that's uh, it's not necessarily it's turned into a racist joke now but i mean there, there's some science behind it as to why uh you know it's like that not not to pigeonhole all black people in America into being the fit and can't swim type. I'm saying <laughs> that it's a racist joke, okay? Hold on to your pants. I know it's going to drop and shit out an SJW here in a second, but, you know, chill the fuck out. Well, so another thing, another example of this is eye shape. That what creates your eye shape um, is how much fat you have around your eyes and that all people have fat around their eyes. So we're not different races. That's another oh, argument. That makes total <laughs> like, sense. Like Asian, I mean... Asian people who have narrow almond shape eyes that in, like no eyelids is because they, they don't have, um, fat, they have less fat around their eyes than other people who have like bigger, more defined eyes. I have to say, this is probably the most scientifically racist uh, episode know, right? we will ever do. It's like we're using science to do racism. Come on, guys. No, but this is what Christians claim. These, This is what Christians claim, that we're only one race. We're only the human race because the things that make us different are not actually different. They're the same thing. Mm. So they say we don't. there are no such thing as race, races at all, just the human race. Well, I think that is uh, that's probably a, a much, much, much later. Like, like I would even say a modern interpretation of it because, I mean, you you have people now that say that we're just one race and that's humans. Uh, you know, I, I mean, they go more at a at a scientific level for it. Uh, you know, just basically saying that that we're all human and that you know that there should be no color to differentiate us. But I mean, humans throughout time have found various ways to differentiate each other and to create these people groups. Because I mean, that that's that's uh, one thing that we have uh, just naturally kind of gravitated towards, and that's you know having our group, sticking with the in group, and persecuting those outside of that in group, like the Jews. Yes, <laughs> the Jews, <laughs> fucking fucking race Jews. Okay, so where this comes from is Act 17.26, which I said before. But the verse is actually, And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined at times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Yeah, so basically they all come from Adam. There's only one race, and God separated out the nations. Uh, because apparently God... And fucking regular natural processes are indistinguishable from each other. So, of course, you got to go with fucking God. Yeah. So. All right. So, are, are we ready? Like, that was that was all about the devotional. So, are we ready to get into Genesis chapter 11? Yes. Okay. So, Genesis chapter 11 starts out with the commonness of mankind. The whole world had one language and a common speech. As men moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. 
Uh, okay, you would think that they would they would find archaeological evidence for this shit, right? Like, like you, you would expect some kind of weird common language to be found in like Central America as well as in Asia, and also in in like the the uh, the steppes of like Russia and yeah. other Asian Asian places, you, right? You would expect to see a common language spread all over the face of the earth if this were the case, but you don't. Um, apparently this is before recorded history, so I don't know really how we know any of this at all to be true other than the fact that the Bible oh, says so. Well, uh, well, yeah, the Bible says that God wrote it and he penned it with his lightning dick. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what he, at least that's what he did with the Ten Commandments. I can only assume that he, he uses lightning dick for other writing purposes too. <laughs> Makes total sense. I know. Okay. So anyway, moving on in chapter 11, <clears throat> they say unto each other, and this is all the people that, you know, the people that are settled here, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. What? what? I can only imagine them like making bricks of of fucking like, like weed. Like like let's make bricks of brownies full of weed. I don't know why that <laughs> popped into my head, but I just imagine them being like, mm, "This is some good special pop brownies." <laughs> We're making bricks of it, motherfuckers. Well, so they said, "Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, so that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the whole earth." So my question is, what would make them think like this? Um, it, basically, they're going to build a tower so that they don't get scattered all over the earth. To me, that's like saying, "Hey." Let's order pizza for dinner so aliens don't come and abduct us. They're not related at all. Why would a tower prevent people from being scattered over the earth? Well, I think this has something to do with like flat earth theory. Um, because, you know, if you had a flat earth and you did build a tower as tall as you could that reached the quote unquote heavens or the firmament, um, then, you know, wherever you are on earth, you would be able to see the tower and then everybody would know that is like a central congregation. It's about, I think it's, it's, I think it's about being unified. And so like, if you're traveling in fucking, you know, East LA, you could just look <laughs> up at the skyline and be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. There's the tower of Babel. I bet I better start heading home. I'll be there in 50 years kind of deal. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it does say, um, make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the earth. So, I mean, I can buy into flat earth theory that would be the face of the earth, right? Well, right. It also makes sense because if they build a tower big enough on a flat earth, you would be able to see all four corners of, of the earth. That's true. Right? You would be able to see um, it. You would be able to see the earth as God sees it, right? From Right. From it, the on, and on a spherical earth, it, you would never be able to build something so tall that the other side of the world could see. And, and so, therefore, they would still be divided. So it only makes sense if you're on a flat earth and the Tower of Babel is meant to be like a beacon for everybody around the world to see and have that as like a common meeting place that unifies humankind. Right. So there you go. Boom. Get fucked. Drop mic. <laughs> so if we continue on, it, it's interesting because God gets pissed about this. He gets real pissed. He Okay, so in Genesis 11, 5 through 7, the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the men were building. The Lord said, 
If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So basically, um, God's a big fucking man baby, right? Because he's mad because he, he feels threatened. He feels threatened by the fact that the people are uniting and he feels like there's nothing that they couldn't do as a united group of people. And so he's threatened. But but here's the deal. Let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. Is he a motherfucking troll? Is God like the first troll in existence? Well, I mean, considering that he put the the tree of knowledge directly in the path of fucking Eve. <laughs> right. It was like, hey, do, hey, don't eat this. Don't eat this fruit. And also don't listen to that snake over there. He's going to talk to you and, like and not give them like the whole ability to discern right from wrong right. to begin with. They had to eat the apple in order to know it was wrong to eat the apple. Right. Like. I think that that's the first troll act right there. This is just continuing his trollish behavior. Well, I just, and I don't know who he's talking to when he says, come, let us go down and confuse their language. Let us go down. I don't know who's going down with them. Also, so far as we know, like I said in the very first episode, we have no indication that God has ever come to earth um, as a person. So that I find that interesting, but I don't know. It kind of comes off like, hey, 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 hey. Hold my beer and watch this. Like, that's how it comes <laughs> off to me. It just seems so absurd. <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, that was the proverbial, hey, hold my beer. I'm going to fuck with them, uh, you know, kind of thing. But as far as the whole let us go down there, I mean, who, what famous person doesn't have a posse with them, you know? I mean, I don't know. Angels? It, would it be the angels? It could have been the angels. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, he did create the angels. Maybe, maybe he's talking to the Holy Spirit and Jesus, and, and he's just not letting us in on the joke. The the Illuminati Trinity. Oh, yes. Yeah. The Illuminati, the all-seeing eye, which is representative of God. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so their language is fucked. Everybody speaks different languages. They can't fucking talk to each other. The Tower of Babel. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel. Okay. So <laughs> that's what <laughs> so, Okay, go ahead. So so let me let me let me give, drop a little knowledge on you about language. Um Babel, B A B E L is a city, right? A mythological city in the Bible. Babel B-A-B-B-L-E is speaking rapidly in a foolish and incomprehensible manner. Those two things, not the same thing. Also, the city Babel was not named for that reason. The origins of the word Babel are Middle English, and the first recorded use was in the 1800s. So, so this did not come from, this, this is absurd. Well, I mean, uh, don't please don't leave it up to Christians to actually, to, to, you know, not not do the research and, and and spread fake news because that's what this is. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it just seems like you know they were trying to ration, uh, uh, you know, uh, be uh, or try to rationalize, you know, what what exactly happened here. And I mean, when you when you try to do that, you end up coming up with crazy shit and then attributing it back to all the way to the past. Like for instance, nowadays when people say that like you know the the Bible is totally against slavery. 
that's bullshit. You're right. applying a current in, or interpretation and saying that it applies across time when it really doesn't. Across time, slavery was very much okay by the Bible. Like, I don't see how you can really say that when the Bible has strict rules on how exactly to beat the fuck out of your slave. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, as long as you beat your slave and he lives three days, a- he lives three days after you beat the fuck out of him. You're it's cool. Fine. It's fine. It's you cool. Know? Yeah. But if he dies, you're fucked a little bit. You're probably going to get a fine. Right. Well, so honestly, <laughs> I think, honestly, I think where this comes from is the Hebrew word for confused sounds like Babel. It sounds like Babel. But, but the way that it's written here and the way that, the way that Christians teach it, because I have heard this, I was taught it in school that Babel was named because of the word babble. Okay, so basically Joshua Feuerstein, he has this whole argument uh, that he was putting forth a while back where he was trying to dissect the word universe. So it says uni meaning one and verse meaning like spoken word. And it's like, that's that's not how this works. Like that's not how universe is broken down like at all etymologically. It's he he literally just took whatever he thought the prefix and the suffix were of the word and meshed them together and just made bullshit up. I, I'm sorry. You just said his name and I got the stupid. Ah, that happens a lot. Yeah. So. So anyway, now that we've gone through that, um, we get through Babel. The Lord confused the language and, uh, from there, the Lord scattered them all over the whole face of the earth. Well, of course, because that's what Lord does. He 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 does shit for no reason, just just to make things harder on us. Thanks, thanks, God. <laughs> okay, so are you ready to talk about the beginning of nations? Uh, sure. Why not? So basically, this whole thing begins with Shem, Ham, and Jerry, and that's three generations before the great division at Babel. Okay, so we're actually going to go back a chapter. We just talked about Genesis chapter 11. We're going to go back a chapter to Genesis 10. I don't know why the book does it in this order, um, but I guess it it feels like it's necessary. Um, Now, if you don't know, Genesis chapter 10 goes through the nations from Noah's sons um, and has the descendants of Japheth, or as we lovingly call him, Jerry, the descendants of Ham, and the descendants of Shem. So it's really interesting. Um, but but here, here are the key things you need to know about the descendants. Japheth's son, Javan, we'll go with that. That's what it looks like. They spread north into the coastal areas of the Caspian, Black, and Mediterranean seas. So Jerry's family heads north. All right. Um, they have the least contact with the theocratic concerns of the Hebrew people. So they're the most, they're the people that are the most separated out from the rest of the, of the people. Basically they're, they're, they're hermits of the world. I got it. I get it. Okay. Hermits are kind of dicks though. (laughs) Just saying. Now the descendants of Ham develop early and they're the founders of the first empires. 
Um, whoa, 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 whoa! They're, they're they're the founders of the first empires. Yeah. So so in in the devotional insight section of this, it says Ham's descendants will settle in the warmer climates of the southern portions of the earth and will populate the Egyptian, Canaanite, and Arabian nations. Of particular note among Ham's descendants is the great warrior Nimrod. <laughs> And he- <laughs> was he was he a fucking dumbass warrior? Was it like, hey Nimrod, get over here? And he's like licking the walls or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, I don't actually know how we get the. I don't know where the word Nimrod comes from. Uh, but I know what well, people uh, use it for now. Obviously, it's because. <laughs> I can't. Obviously, it's because Nimrod here was licking the walls while he should have been fighting somebody. But the important thing that you need to know about Nimrod is he is the first leader of record to establish a monarchy. I don't know about that. I mean, there's uh, the the earliest record of of a monarch that we have is actually an Egyptian king that's only identified as the scorpion. And wait, so, heard, heard the scorpion king? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> it's it, he looks like the rock, and he's got a scorpion body. And uh, so, I mean, that was actually the first. Okay, I'm bullshitting on that part, but li- seriously though, there, there about five thousand years ago, the the first like historically recorded king uh, was an Egyptian king, only known as the Scorpion, and um, and that's what we have archaeological evidence for, right? right. There's there's other Sumerian, um, there's other like Sumerian kings uh, that were just kind of written down at one point. Okay, so there are some before, definitely before, but they're just written down. We don't have any archaeological evidence of them. Right. The only piece of evidence we have, I believe, is just kind of like a, a shopping list of of, of uh, kings that was written down all at once. Like binders full of women? Oh, definitely binders full of women. Okay. Except kings. I don't know how many women listen to this podcast, but I'm just saying... If the Scorpion King that lived five thousand years ago looked like the Rock, I I I want to be born during that time. Hey, if you are a woman uh, listening or watching the podcast right now, please comment down below with your favorite Bible woman. There's only a few of them. <laughs> Been they're not mentioned much. We'll, we'll talk about that a little more today. So anyway, that's Ham, which is interesting too because Ham's family was cursed. Remember, because you know. Saw Noah naked, right? So Ham's family's cursed, but they established the first monarchies according to the Bible. Um, Well, I mean, history is going to disagree, but I mean, what does history know other than, you know, facts and reality? Well, it was Nimrod who established uh, Babylon (laughs) from the city of Babel. (laughs) Leave Leave it to fucking Nimrod to establish Babylon out of Babel. It's like, hey, how are we going to do this? And he's like over there licking the wall. And, I don't know, but the snozberries taste like snozberries. Nice. <laughs> I had a dog that did that once. He would just stare at the wall for hours on end, and then he'd say his name, and he pees a little. <laughs> he gets scared because it's like, oh, shit, the teacher called on me. <laughs> Psst, oh, fuck. <laughs> sounds like a weird dog. Uh, he was. Okay. He would stand there for hours and not do anything, and he would just blink. Yeah. And then you go to, you like push him a little bit, and he literally would just correct himself and get back into his position. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to push him and he'd fall over like cow tipping, but with a dog. 
<laughs> He's a bit more resilient than that. He's like, nope, I'm still awake. I'm just sort of standing here. Okay, so then we have Shem's descendants. Okay, and the, they're they're known as Shemites. In case anybody wants to know how, later, how, how fucking original I have to say, Shemites. <laughs> and they later on they'll be known as the Semites, and they will. Uh, Settle primarily in the region of Mesopotamia between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. Um, but from the earliest Semite descendants will eventually come the Syrians, Assyrians, Joktanite, Arabs, and most importantly, the Hebrews. I don't know what Joktanite is, but. So, sound, sounds like a uh, Wolverine's metal, adamantium. Joktanite. It's just the more brittle. And a bitchy version of adamantium. Did you say it's bitchy because I said it? No. I'm stab you with my red Jesus pin. God damn. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's just move on from that and and think it didn't happen. Okay, so let's talk about the nations from Noah's sons. Are you ready for this? Oh yeah. Okay, so this is the account of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, Noah's sons, who themselves had sons after the flood. Wait, so this is this is where we read off all of the descendants and everything. Yes, this is Genesis chapter ten. All right, I, I would like I would like to actually start this off very special. Okay. Okay. Number one, engage. <laughs> the descendants of Jerry. The sons of Japheth: Gomer, Magog, Merari, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer: Ashkenaz, Ripath, and Talarmah. The sons of Javan: Elisha, Tarshish, and the and Kit- the Kitten and the Rodanim. From these, many times people spread out into their territories by their clans within their nations each of their own language. Does anybody really care about any of this? The descendants of Ham. The sons of Ham. Cush, Mizraim, Put, Put. Cush. Yeah, it sounds like the guy, the guy that you go to to get that sweet, sweet Cush. <laughs> what do you call that guy? Cush. <laughs> okay. And Canaan. And Canaan, he's the, he's the one that every, the names are taken out. The, the name Canaanites are taken from. Because that's the Ham's descendants to call it the Canaanites, not, not the Ham, Hamites. It sounds like John Ham went back into the past and, and, and founded a nation, Hamites. And it's just, you know, we, modern day we just see John Ham's picture like carved into like pottery. Who the fuck is John Ham? You don't know who John Ham is? No. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's just continue. Who is he? He was, John Ham was on uh, Mad Men. Oh, John Draper! Why didn't you just fucking say that? <laughs> the sons of Cush. <laughs> I know his actual name. I don't care what his actual name is. Okay, fine. Uh, sons of Cush. Who are our viewers? Sons of Cush. Siva, Saviva, Santa, Rama, and Santeta. Who the fuck remembers these names? I don't know. Sheba and Dieter. You think these guys are like, oh fuck, I don't remember what Jerry's niece's name was. I'll <laughs> oh, just make up something. It'll be okay. Nobody will know. Okay, so let's, let's slow this down for a minute. Let's slow this down for a minute because this is important. Kush was the father of Nimrod. Yes. <laughs> no wonder. Leave it, leave it to the, the pot king of the, of the ancient world to have Nimrod, the kid who from an early age licked walls instead of being the ass <laughs> of, of his enemy. Alright, so anyway, let's go through Nimrod's descendants. You ready? The first centers of his kingdom were Babylon, Erech, Akkad, and Kelna. In Shinar, from that land, he went to Assyria, where he built Nevin, Nen, Nen, Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ur, Kala, just <laughs> <laughs> between Nineveh and Kala, that is the great city. I'm really glad this is going to go fast. <laughs> no, even though saying <laughs> Alright, Mizraim was the father of the Luddites, Anamites, Lehabites, Naphtalites, Pathrasites. That sounds like a disease. Caslasites. From whom the Palestinians came, and Caftorites. Canaan was the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and of the... Hittites, now you're mine. Jebusites. Somebody was making fun of Jebusites. Oh, they're all these fucks. Jebusites. 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 
These aren't real people, okay? I'm just saying right now. There's no. They would. They would definitely get their ass kicked. Are you part of the Hebites? No, I'm the Shenandinga Dingalong Dites. <laughs> Did you say Dyke? No, Dite. Nimrod. All I heard was was all I heard was dingling. Oh, okay. <laughs> so later the Canaanite clan scattered the borders of Canaan reached from Sidon toward Gerar as far as Gaza that's a real place Gaza uh, verify the Bible Gaza Gaza is a real place it's in the Bible proven the Bible with science and geography bitches okay so that's 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 the end of these these people that's the end of ham oh fuck <laughs> we still got Japheth and shit, don't no, we? No, we did Japheth first. We have Shem. Oh, okay, Shem. And Shem is important. Do you know why? Because from Shem descends Abram. Dum, dum, dum! <laughs> All right, so are we, are we ready to, you know, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, through the descendants of Shem? Let's go. Warp speed. Sons were also born to Shem, whose older brother was Japheth. You already know that. Shem was the ancestor to all the sons of Eber. And the sons of Shem, Elam, Asher. So finally, in Genesis 10, 32, the people disperse. These are the clans of Noah's sons, according to their lines of descent within their nations. From these nations spread out over the earth after the flood. Phew, I'm tired. Are you tired? A little bit. That, yeah. That, that moved really fast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you ready to talk about the descendants from Shem to Abram? Uh, more descendants? Well, oh, so, fuck. Well, this what? is Genesis. This is why people don't start with Genesis. But listen, Shem to Abram, it, it's not a list. Like, we just went through, I mean, it kind of is a list, but we're just going to talk about the main points of this particular list. Because we already went through, I mean, like, just went through. You couldn't really make out what we were saying because it was going so fast, but just went through the descendants of Shem. But this th this next section, you'll you'll see why. You ready? Okay. Okay. So one of the things, for some reason, that's important to point out for the Genesis record to trace Abram's ancestry back to Shem, who through his father Noah descends from the first man, Adam. So my question here is, why is this important? Why is this an important thing to note? Doesn't everyone descend from Adam? Well, I mean, possibly not. It really depends on which books in uh, both Jewish and Christian lore you take into account. Um, like, if you take some Jewish folklore into account, Lilith is in the picture, too. And uh, Lilith was Adam's first wife, right? Well, yeah, he was, uh, or she, she, not he, she was... Uh, it's Adam and Lilith, John, not Adam and Stilith. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. 
but yeah, she she was uh, uh, she was Adam's first wife, who was coincidentally made of the same dirt as Adam was, and stood on a level playing field with Adam. That's of course why she turns into a demon fucker later. Because she wouldn't be subservient to him, right? So but, she left Eden. Mm-hmm. She so, le- yeah, she left Eden and was like, "Fuck this shit, not coming back." Get fucked. Okay, now, if I'm remembering correctly, part of the Lilith story is that she ends up hooking up with Archangel Samuel, right? Mm, Yeah. So I wonder if there are more people on Earth, could they have come from Lilith and Samuel? Well, that would mean that there's some Archangel motherfuckers out there, like like half-Archangel I don't know what that would look like. Well, half archangel, half demon, because once Lilith leaves the garden, she's not human, right? She's demon. And we know she's immortal because she didn't eat the apple, right? So isn't she she like... She did leave before all that. She also wouldn't know right from wrong. She would have no moral conscience. So the bitch just walked around naked for all eternity? She's You see a woman walking around naked in like New York City? Could be Lilith. Or a crazy person, maybe you should stay away from somebody like that. Well, if she's a demon, then she's definitely fucking, you know, you don't touch her. I mean, that's that's something that penicillin can't clear up. Demon is something penicillin can't clear up? So if you touch a demon, you get, like, demon? Why not? I mean, if you stick your dick into a demon, I mean, come on. There's no way you're pulling out of there without horns. The dick would have horns on the dick? Yeah, on the dick. The dick would have horns. We are really getting out into left field here. (laughs) (laughs) This is is the Bible. How do you think they made this shit up in the first place? It's like, no, no, the dick isn't going to have horns. Okay, Shim? God damn it. Put your dick back in your pants, man. They sat around a table and were they're like, all right, this is the brain trust. We're going to sit here with this whiteboard and this fucking marker, and we're going to figure out this shit and then figure out to tell people what the fuck happened here, because uh, uh, this shit's fucked. All right, but uh, can we just go ahead and, and put a rule in here? No butt fucking, okay? I don't, I don't want Shem getting near my asshole. Well, Shem wasn't really interested in, in men. That was ham. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> maybe that's why there's so many gays and monarchies we're really off track yeah we are okay <laughs> all right so we have the account of shem all right so we have and we made up names we made up special names we know you love this part you ready shem's sons Artie, sheila uber Pegleg, ryu serge whore and terry so. <laughs> Horror is it, just so wide open to people. I mean, <laughs> you can just tell by the name. And well, and technically, those aren't all Shem's sons. Those are also Shem's grandsons. But the point of this section here is to show that from Shem to Abram, Nahor, and Haran, which are his grand great, uh, let's see here, some fucking in another great 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 grandsons or something. Um, the the point of this section is to show that the the life expectancy of men is gradually declining. Okay, so at the time of Shem, people still lived hundreds, you know, several hundred years. But when we get down to Abram, Nahor, and Haran, um, they 
live about 200 years and they start having children in their 30s instead of having children in their 100s you know like they they basically their their life expectancy is gradually declining and so that's the point of this section and it's kind of interesting uh shem only dies 25 years before abraham is born well, you, you know, honestly, I, I like how they just randomly have the life expectancy declining and shit. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's like no rhyme or reason to it. It's just like, oh, you're born, you have less time. <laughs> okay, so just to give you an idea, Abraham or Abram, at this point in time, he's known as Abram, will become known as Abraham. Shem is Abram's eight times great grandfather. And he only died 25 years prior to Abram's birth. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, can you just imagine? It's like, where's great, 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 great grandpa Shem? <laughs> yeah. He's laid up in the bed because he can't walk. His legs are ash, <laughs> motherfucker. He can't talk. He blinks in order to get a drink. It's like, <laughs> you want this whore there, grandpa, grampy Shem? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and by the time we get around to Abram, um, there is only 2,000 years between Abraham and Adam. So that's a 2,000 year period. But there's so few links between Adam and Abraham because of the longevity um, of life. But like, like we talked about before, I think in the first episode, day one, when they ate the apple, or maybe that was day two. I, I can't remember. But anyway, when, when Adam and Eve ate the apple, that, and, and some people have disagreed in the comments, and we're going to talk about some of that when we get to our comments video. But when they ate the apple, humans became mortal, and the life expectancy is going down the further we get from the fact that humans were initially were immortal. Right. But we will talk about those comments that y'all have. So please leave more comments. Yes, let's talk about more shit. Okay, so this next section here. Um, now, Tara, because we kind of rushed through all the genealogy and you didn't get it, because nobody really fucking cares. Terry. Well, I do want to interject something real quick. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, the, just for reference... Like, up until this point, that's how, like, Ken Ham gets his whole 6,000 fucking years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he counts, he basically counts up all the lifespans of, of all these fucks. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's how he gets 6,000 years. And, uh, of course, that is the most mathematically sound way to date the Earth to 6,000 years, counting up the life expectancies of a fucking mythical story. Well, yeah, and here's the other thing I'd really like to know. When it comes to all of these descendants and so-and-so begat so-and-so and begat this person and that person, it's really boring. But the one thing I want to know is, where are the records of this? There wasn't a census. Like, like how do we know this? Just because God says so? Like, we have the, we have no, I mean, this this right here is no different than listing off characters in any other fictional book. Well, yeah, but you know, the like Harry Potter wasn't written by God, 
And no, that's the, but, that's I mean, the... I don't like to use Harry Potter because a lot of people do that all the time. They're like, the Bible, <laughs> you do it a lot. I do, because I, I think it's perfectly comparable. But, I mean, they're both mythical stories. Well, I so mean, like, let's uh, well, use Harry Lord... Potter's fiction, not myth. Well, so let's use the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Let's use the Lord of the Rings. There's all kinds of different mythical creatures in the Lord of the Rings. You have people with all kinds of weird names and lands with all kinds of weird names. So it kind of matches up. Yeah, trees talk in that. So, you know, that's pretty applicable to this. (laughs) So I guess, I I guess there's, there's no census. There's nothing like that. How do we know that this, like, why do Christians not question these things? Because because God wrote it with his lightning dick. But he took out his lightning dick pen and was like, here you go, fellas. It was it was a drunken night. Oh, OK. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was before the Sabbath. And so he's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck all you. Look, I'm going to I'm going to just I'm going to write down your history right now. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name this motherfucker peg leg. <laughs> hey, 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 you're a whore. <laughs> The name, the name is really like Nahor, but Nahor. Nahor. We're just gonna go Nahor. All right. So yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's move forward. So Terry, which I think is like the seven seven great grands following Shem, right? Tara is the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran is the father of Lot. And everybody kind of knows a little bit about Lot, right? We're going to learn more about Lot later in a diff- in, in another book. Oh, you mean the guy that was going to give up his two daughters to be violently raped by the crowd instead of the angels? Sure. That, that fucker? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Father of the year. Ha- hashtag father of the year, Lot. <laughs> um, Abram and Nahor take wives. They both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai. Now, um... They become Abraham and Sarah because that's more acceptable to Anglo-Saxon. She, the important thing about Sarah is that she's barren. And women in this time, which we really didn't mention uh, any women because women aren't mentioned uh, in the Bible. You know, there, there aren't books about women. And in fact, when they name all of the descendants of all of these people, they only name the men. And even though they say were born... It's it's interesting because who the fuck were they born of if you don't talk about the women? But they don't have to talk about the women because all women are supposed to do is pop babies out, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, that's what Abram uh, or Abraham reduces Sarah, Sarai to later on because because she's barren, you know, and like 600 fucking years old or something. Uh, she's not 600. <laughs> she's, she's not like, 600. Well, she's like a hundred and twenty or something when the shit go when when like oh I'm barren why don't you take up this 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 uh the slave girl and and have a have a son through her yeah you know? well we're gonna talk actually we're gonna talk more about that next time uh, when we get to the period of the patriarchs and about Abram and all the other wait there's still a period of the patriarchs didn't we just cover like a whole bunch of fucking patriarchs no so what we just covered were the ancients. Okay, and actually we have one more ancient to talk about, um, and and then the next section is about the patriarchs. Okay. So that this this whole section uh, through Genesis chapter eleven um, is, let's see, 
is uh, the ancients. And then in Genesis chapter 12, you start talking about the patriarchs. Okay. Okay. Apparently, apparently there is compelling evidence that Job, the righteous sufferer, who has a whole book dedicated to the shit that God did to him, um, belongs genealogically, is that the word? With the ancients, um, that his lineage traces back to the ancients and he should be among the ancients in time. Um, I don't know what this evidence is. I couldn't find any evidence of it. So if you have evidence of it, please leave it in the comments and let me know because I had a really tough time finding um, compelling evidence that Job was born to one of these clans of people. Um, but apparently he lived soon after the flood. Now, other Christians say that Job never really existed and that the book of Job is simply a parable to to basically tell people, always have faith, always have faith in God and believe in no matter how much you suffer, worship him and you'll be rewarded. Well, uh, honestly, it's it's kind of ironic because the entire Bible is pretty much a parable. Yeah, it, it's a it's a way to teach, you know, a society how to live mm -hmm. and to, it's a way to teach their history and everything like that. It, it, not in an accurate way, of course, but, you know, it, it's it, it's it's still a way to teach the culture. Well, yeah. Through parables. Well, yeah. And in ancient times, when you when you just have manuscripts and you have very little written word um, to be able to tell people where you where they came from. You know, I mean, there's stories of their heritage and things like that. And people still do that now. I mean, but but people now don't like put it together and shit that they don't really know. And it's like, you know, I'm not going to go on Ancestry.com and find out that maybe I could be royalty from somewhere. And so I'm just going to write a book about that. And it's the truth. Like, come on now. Yeah. I mean, you could do that. I mean, I it would be it would be just as valid as the Bible is, as <laughs> as long as you can convince people that God wrote it with his God dick. Well, why wouldn't they read it if I is it because I'm a woman? Well, there's there's the fact that you're a woman, and uh, ironically, they're very against like new new shit that God does. Oh, you God know? can't do new shit. Well, not really. I mean, anytime you think about somebody like saying, oh, God did this, it's like, no, God didn't. You always have some sect of Christianity that's out there like, no, that's bullshit. God didn't say that. Yeah. So, I mean, they all disagree on what God actually does. So I don't see how any one particular version of Christianity can have the absolute truth when they disagree with it, with each other on almost every fucking thing about God. From the same book, which is crazy. And then Jews are like, fuck that whole New Testament bit. And, <laughs> and instead of the New Testament, you know, Islam, they've got the Muhammad. Yeah, both of those are like, Jesus was a homely motherfucker. That's mm -hmm. all he was. Y'all getting all twisted over nothing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's all we have for today. And like I said, next time we're going to talk about the patriarchs. We're going to talk about the call of Abram um, and how Abram dishonors himself in Egypt. Um, the separation of Abram and Lot. Um, the defeat of the kings. Uh, there's a little bit in here about Sodom. Um, 
So yeah, we're going to talk about that stuff next time, which is covers Genesis chapter 12 through 14. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. More Genesis. So much more Genesis. I think <laughs> I you, you can hear the excitement in my voice, but I'm dedicated to getting this shit done. We we don't get out of Genesis. We're going to be in Genesis for a while. But that's fine because Ken Ham says that Genesis is the most important book ever. We are going to be in Genesis. Genesis has 50 chapters and goes to January 22nd. We're currently on January 4th. So we, we've got a ways <laughs> fucking, to go through Genesis. <laughs> yeah, the book is set up by days. It's a 300. It's a chronological order, 365 daily readings. So the point is you're supposed to read one one day every day and you're supposed to do it with the days of the calendar. But, you know, we're busy people. We don't have time to record one of these bitches per day and edit it and get it up and make thumbs and all those kinds of shit. So we just... On top, uh, on top of the all the other shit that we do, including work. Wait, you we, you have a job? Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Oh. You think this shit pays for anything? Except for Resident Evil games? <laughs> I know I don't get paid to do any of this. Well, not with money. <laughs> all right. I hope y'all enjoyed this time. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, this is uh, posting on uh, our Thursday show. Mm -hmm. So uh, we will be back next Tuesday. Uh, We will appear first on SoundCloud. So if you want to do that, you can go down below and follow us there on SoundCloud to get it first. Or you can wait until about noontime and uh, you will be able to get it on YouTube then. Uh, Either way, you're supporting the show, supporting our efforts here. Um, and regardless of how you feel about the Bible, th- th- this shit's got to be entertaining to at least some people. I don't know. Pro- there's probably at least, there's probably, you know, 10 people out there that you know, like it. You know what I can't wait for? What? Is a Christian to come on here and be like, what's this fucking bullshit? This isn't <laughs> anything that the Bible teaches. What are you talking about? You're reading out the Satan's daily Bible. <laughs> well, they're going to say we took it out of context and we'd be like, bitches, I'm sitting here holding a Bible. <laughs> well, I mean, anytime you que- any, yeah, anytime you question like the Bible, it's like you're taking it out of context. Yeah, I didn't fucking say anything yet. I don't even know what you're on about. So, but uh, I hope that you guys will join us next Tuesday. Um, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys later. And don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Goddamn, we're gonna need it this year too. Yeah, we are. <laughs> see y'all later. Bye, y'all. <laughs>